Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. LeBron James is the all-time scoring leader in NBA history. And did it last night with a big third quarter against the Thunder. Pay no mind to the fact that they didn't even win the game. Right. But point is, is that he did get it done. He didn't have to, you know, some thought was that he would want to do it against the box and, you know, therefore. Well, Kareem was there. So slow it down. You, you knew that he didn't want to delay it once. Make him sit Kareem, through another yeah, game? Yeah, Kareem showed up like, look, man, I, I got stuff to do next next Tuesday. I don't know what the hell you doing. <laughs> I'm busy. And he, and he told his kids that he was going forward. I mean, listen, he's he's been, you know, the most consistent player that we've seen in a long time. Yep. Right, I think his window of as far as playing at a high level was longer than Kobe's. Remember, Kobe had the Achilles uh, yep. injury. Mm-hmm. He was never the same player. He was done shortly after. I mean, you can see we haven't even seen that version of, of LeBron that's the one that's playing 24 minutes, 25 minutes, like because he can play a lot longer. I mean, we remember you know the farewell tour that was uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar when he was sitting there and everybody gave him presents. I'm sure LeBron's going to want that same – the farewell, farewell tour, yeah. Uh, everybody give me something. All right. But I guess the bigger story is everybody wants to talk about the GOAT uh, conversation. Listen, you'll never win that one. When people are already dug in and, and entrenched, you're the Michael guy or a LeBron guy or maybe even a, um, a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar guy, uh, a Wilt Chamberlain guy. But for me, I guess the question I would want to ask our listeners is – has LeBron been good for the game? And I know that sounds asinine. Interesting question. At, 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 first, at first sight. But I'm talking about has he been good for the game as far as, yes, he's been successful in being able to, even though I don't want to give him credit for making the first big three because I think that was Ray Allen and Kevin Garnett coming over to join Paul Pierce that created the first um, that, started, that, that started the super right, team era, right. yes. But, I mean, you talk about the publicized kind of um, really making it known with the decision. Mm-hmm. Since the decision, LeBron's been able to do it successfully, right? You look, he's been able to win a couple titles. But since then, we've seen the missteps. We've seen the process. We've seen player empowerment. We've seen the Kawhi Leonard experiment. Yes, it worked in Toronto, but it's been a, a failure, in my opinion, in L.A. You talk about the Kyrie experience, trying to go to Boston, then trying to make his own super team here because he's seen what LeBron did and it didn't work out. We've seen the James Harden story. So, like, we look at the super teams, which is three, not two, guys linking up, and we've seen it being a failure outside of LeBron, and LeBron has had moderate success at putting together the super teams, so to speak. I mean, he did kind of try and put a team together in Cleveland. Uh, he was successful in Miami, of course. L.A., you got to say it's successful. But the player empowerment, he's going to leave that Lakers um, team in a world of hurt, and they're going to be what they were pre-LeBron. So has he been good for the game with the player empowerment or would owners say 
that you know they have to take back control because of what LeBron has been able to get done and take control of organizations. It's an interesting take by you because I will say that players will say he was he's been great for the game because of all the things you laid out. That players have a lot more power now because of him, his influence. Michael Jordan never used his influence. Very rarely actually used his influence as a player. You remember in the lockout as well, um, you know, in, in 98, going into the 99 season, you know, for him, he just kind of tried to stay out of things, but then he got to the table and then he had it out. You remember, uh, was it Abe Poland that he had it out with about, if you can't make money, sell your team. You know, like he, yeah. that was one of the few times you saw him get aggressive in those moments. But LeBron has been almost side by side, like, like, like Jordan and David Stern weren't exactly like simpatico. Right. But David Stern knew what his league was based on and the foundation of Michael Jordan and everything that he did, the branding. Michael Jordan brought branding to players. Right. And LeBron brought the player empowerment side of things where we became partners in the sport. That's what LeBron brought. And Adam Silver has welcomed that partnership. So players will tell you, (laughs) players will tell you that LeBron's impact has on this on the sport has been very positive. Owners might suggest something else. I'm curious what fans think. Just what you asked, because I think it's a fascinating question. Yeah, his impact on the sport has it been a positive one? He's a great player, no doubt about it. Great player. We can play the goat game. I don't want to play it because we all know where we're going with it. Right, it just gets too personal. It just get that gets that right, but it's like talking politics. It's it's a great point, but it's true. Everybody make their arguments, and what ends up happening is that we have to somehow, some way, find a way. Like it turns into us saying negative things about LeBron James just to make our point we'll about Michael Jordan, haters, yeah. And then we come off as haters a, a night after he was spectacular in the third quarter At in getting years this old. record, and right, and also that part of it too, which is you know the, still the phenomenal thing about his age and phys- and just how hey, physically yeah. he can still get it done. And as I said last night on Twitter, I mean it. LeBron James is a great American story. He, is, he Think about everything where he's come from. And do me a favor and go to ESPN.com and read a story that was put together by Brian Windhorst, who has covered him since he's in high school, and Ramona Shelburne. And the two of them put together a timeline of his career that started at the very beginning, and it tells you about how disciplined and obsessive he was at a young age. And Bart, for somebody that came up in a single-parent home with a mom who really wasn't around for him, and he was essentially living with friends for most of his youth. And it was the community that sort of said, there's something special about this kid. We got to take care of him. But he also had something about him that knew to stay out of trouble. Like part of the story was him, and I don't want to go too far on a tangent, but this is why he's a great American story. Yeah. Because there was also this this idea that, that was told he would be at class every day. And if his friends, like, you know, cut class or showed up late, he would get on their case about it. Yeah. He was diligent about his work. Yeah. And that's something. What what example did he have in his life that told him school, focus, be all that stuff? He didn't have any of that, but he he had people around him. So this is a a true rags to riches story. It was not wasted physical talent. Yeah. It was a. It's a great American story. What he's yeah. become, whether you like him or not, now right. whether you, you thought to, you last night respect, was too you much, have, you have to respect it. I think it's a great American story. The, but the but great, what you said is a different conversation. Yeah, that's a different conversation, and I think it's fascinating. And also the beauty about LeBron 
and what I respect. Listen, everybody knows that. Okay, I hate LeBron, but you, you and know, I hate Michael Jordan. Right. That's only be simply because I'm a Pistons fan. Yeah, yeah your hate not, is not yeah, about yeah, personal. Yeah, right. it, it doesn't mean I don't respect what he's done and I what he's it. meant to society. Mm-hmm. I think he's done something that Tiger Woods and Michael Jordan was afraid to do. And that speak out about issues in his community, the black community. You talk about the I promise. Like I his think he's school. Done, I think he's done way more for our community than Tiger and Michael Jordan combined, right? And he's been willing to step out there and put his brand out there in risk of maybe losing the sponsorship of huge companies. But the most impressive thing that I love is that he never forgot that you look at his circle, all his friends he pulled up with him. One of his friends, he made a super agent. Mm-hmm. Like Rich Paul. He he's brought all his yeah. friends with him. Maverick Carter. And, and understand. Yeah, understand. Drew Joyce. Like all these guys that he grew that, up with that stayed the, in his circle. And he took care of them. Yes. And they have been. Not by been, giving them money. They've been he loyal taught, to him. He taught, he taught them how to fish. That's a good point. He didn't give them a fish. He taught them how to fish. Go I'll argue school, they all learned back. together how to fish. Yes. I'll argue they all learned together. And I'll tell you this from experience. I mean, 12 years ago, I was on the you know the periphery of that circle. You was hiding in bushes. As a, as a reporter. Honest, well, I, I, I was you know, working my way. Because I thought he was coming to New York. So I was really trying to get as close as I could into that circle. And there were, you know, I had some some good some exposure inside the circle. And it was good to, you know, it was good to be there. But what I saw is a bunch of guys that would, because there were a lot of people trying to obviously, to, you know how it goes. Yeah. Everybody wants their hands on you. So Everybody in, yeah. wants to try to get in. They try to angle. And, they, you know, I got this, man. Hey, I can help you. I can help you and all that stuff. And then you see they're only really trying to help themselves. Yeah. And they would give everybody just a quick test. Right, let me see what you're about. And the minute they didn't like something, you're out. And there's no coming back. That's how they were. They protected each other. They protected him. And that's also something special he had around him. So while he might not have had a typical nuclear family like we most, you know, the common American family, he had a family. And they took a, care of him. a village of brothers. That's right. And, and so that all is the remarkable story. It really is. Now, again, the, the question that Bart asked to me is a fascinating one because it is that. In the end, will we say LeBron James was good for basketball, the NBA? Because what you're seeing now, Kyrie Irving, a great example, and we'll get to him and the things he had to say. Kawhi. Uh, Kawhi Leonard. Uh, the, the load management stuff, which LeBron didn't really well, buy into Ka- load management, Ka- Ka- but Ka- it's the player empowerment to feel I can do this. Well, Kawhi with the super team, too. And we'll try remember, to remember. Forcing that, that Paul George <laughs> it, it, trade. It, isn't this funny that Kevin Durant had it, opportunity you know what? I was gonna say, to join two yeah, yeah. super teams? Yeah. He... Kawhi wanted to play with KD first. Mm-hmm. He chose Kyrie over K, uh, over <laughs> over Kawhi. I wonder if he's kicking himself. Even though Kawhi hasn't played, yeah, all that stuff. Let's hear. Let's just hear one thing from LeBron last night because we know this is also what what gets people fired up. And of course, he was asked a simple question, which he has openly talked about many times. Are you the greatest of all time? Pass up Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. I know what my attitude would have been. Does this now make you the greatest player of all time? Are you now the GOAT? <laughs> uh, you know, I'm going to let everybody else, uh, you know, decide who that is or just talk about it. But it's great It's great barbershop call, uh, talk. 
Oh, for no, me, I, I want to hear you say listen, it, Listen, big fella, Brown. listen, big fella. I, I, I want to hear you say it, Bron, Bron. Say it, Bron. Me personally, say it with you know, your I'm going to take Brown. myself. I'm going to take myself <laughs> against anybody that's ever played this game. Um, you know, but everyone's going to have their favorite. Everyone's going to, you know, decide who, they, who, who their favorite is. But um, I know what I've brought to the table. I know what I bring to the table every single night and, and what I can what I can do out on this floor. So, um, you know, I always feel like I'm the best to ever play this game. But, you know, there's so many other great ones, and I'm happy to just be a part of their, uh, part of their journey. I mean, that's a mature answer. It's an yeah. experienced answer. He knows the arrogant, now. The arrogant one is he going to say it. You know, you know, he, he, but he knows he, now not to do that. But he could. Yeah, he know he could say that. And, 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 you know, he would have a valid argument. But Soka should kill O'Neal. He could say he was the best to ever do it. Numbers don't say who was the best. Like, the numbers say who was – who, who played well the longest. Or, you know, does it really suggest? Yeah, I think, see, to me, this this scoring record is a longevity record as yeah. much as it is a greatness yeah, like, record, right? Like, like like the Hank Aaron, Barry Bonds, that doesn't mean that he was the best. That means he was he hit the most. Yeah. That don't mean you're the best. Because he was around so much long more. enough to yeah, hit the de- most. Defense, stealing bases. That's fair. Championships, big moments. Like, well, that's what takes me Jordan back. has the big moment. Tom Brady, once again. Big moment. Tom Brady has all kinds of records that won't be broken. You yeah. know, yards. That's not what makes All that best. stuff. Touchdowns. But in the end, as I said, in 23 years, only three times he was the MVP. Three times. Yeah. Three times he was recognized as the best See, player in the league. But the titles. So, the titles. But it's exactly. It's all the other stuff. Like, you could make the case that Tom Brady was not the best quarterback like the physically best quarterback in the game yeah but we call him the greatest of all time because of all yeah. the achievements and the that he's got on the wall the and moments. lebron can do the same lebron will use this and say here's just another thing now hanging on my wall but he's failed that in the big makes moments. me he failed in the big moments we saw him fail all right and listen you know it's i i, I just kind of talked myself into it you can oddly say that lebron is more comparable to Muhammad Ali than he is Michael Jordan. How so? Because Muhammad Ali is considered the best boxer of all time, but he lost like four times. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like LeBron. I, right. LeBron if you're doing it that way. Yeah, because LeBron. Because Muhammad Ali, you would argue, was flawed. probably when you looked at Muhammad Ali as a boxer, he was the perfect specimen. He had it all. Yeah. He had the size, the reach. The confidence. The charisma. Right? The, like the, the mental part of the game, which is so important. And then, yeah. of course, he's got one of the fastest hands yeah. like in the sport. But so you lost. put all that together. But he lost. He had all of that, but right. He but lost four times. He where got beat. Michael Jordan never lost. Never. Six times. Six times he came back victorious. And when you, when you have the Michael Jordan conversation, you can't leave out the fact that he walked away when he had a three-peat. Who's to say he wouldn't have won a five-peat? Who's to say that? Oh, I can he tell you who said. But who's to say? You he all know who said. Jerry Krause said. Jerry Krause said you're not getting another one. But, Remember, that's what the last dance was all about. But I get it. But he came back and he won another three people. I'm saying the two years in between. Oh, who's to say that he wouldn't have won four and five? Like that? Who's to say that same team with some tweaks when it came back? That same team. Oh, not, you mean the '93 yeah. team come back and win in '94 and '95 and '96? Yeah. yeah, that same team. So like. We don't know what could have been with Michael well, that, Jordan. That was always the thing. Could he have done eight straight just like Bill Russell? Could he have done that? And Kareem. We don't know. And when you think about Kareem, you say, okay, Six well. Six MVPs. You can, you can say that LeBron got there faster. He did. But, but he also had the three-point shot. And when you look at the last, let's just take the last three years of Kareem's career. 
Those, was, those weren't prime physical peak um, he, years. He wasn't the what main. If, what if, he, yeah, what if you to put them at the beginning? He wasn't the main option, right? If if those three college three years been that when he, he was in UCLA, well, actually been there. four. No, no, I'm gonna say three. Right, I'm gonna say three because like nobody was going there. Let's whatever. Let's no, just no, say we could play that game. And once again, like like you're those, right. Those prime at the end, Kareem years. wasn't the 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 primary focus of the offense. Right, it was magic. And you could argue that all right. So so slide slide the the, the years have him at 19 all that stuff. But we can't do that. This is the reality, and the reality is LeBron came in when high school players could come in. Yep, and he was an immediate impact player. <laughs> And he ha- he has he turned into a star, the the biggest name in the sport in his generation. Yeah, and like like Bart said, he also not just on the court, he changed the game off the court. And Bart wants to know. I love this question: Is did don't he change love, it for the better? Don't you love when we don't do a production meeting? I just throw some crap on the table. Well, that's how stick. I like when we just sit and talk, and then we end up just getting into some. Because you know there are people that are trying to put it like Steph Curry. You know this could be his era, all the winning that he did, and all but I'm not doing that. Yeah, LeBron James is still Steph an Curry's. iconic player in the history of yeah. American sports. Yeah, you can't take that away from where's, him whether you like him or not. Where's Steph on the scoring list? He's not even close, is he? I have to look that up. Could yeah. ask me that he, before he, well, the show. Well, he's been super injured. Yeah, right. LeBron is a testament to his longevity. Because really, if KD had been hurt, he would be right on on LeBron's ass. Before we get to calls, I do want to point this out because I, I checked it because I was curious. So I was two years old when Wilt Chamberlain retired as the all-time leading scorer. I was two. I was, what was I, thir- 13 when Kareem passed Wilt to become the NBA's all-time leading scorer. I'm 51, and now LeBron has passed Kareem. I will not be alive to see someone pass LeBron. Yeah, you will. Luca got it. I don't think Luke is going to play twenty years. Listen, he—that's the hardest part, call, man. Call, call, twenty call, years, slow mo. That's the hardest part. Do you, when you look at Luca, do you see a guy that's like, wow, yeah, see, see, he's built like that? I don't think he is. Somebody man. gonna sound whitewashing. I say if he remind me, like he gonna have a bad back like Larry Bird. But listen, who Steph knows? Steph Curry is thirty ninth on the all time list, so he's got a bit of a ways to go. Yeah. What about KD? See, this is the crazy thing about KD. Yeah. KD, if he never got hurt, remember, we, we've missed three years of prime KD. I mean, think about it, 38,000 points, and Steph is at 21,000. Yeah. So there's a, there's a, and will Steph play forever? Well, LeBron's older. Well, yeah, not much, but yeah. he is older. Just think, he's four years older than KD. Just imagine if KD would have had three more years where he didn't, he wasn't hurt. That would have been seven years that he would have been able to kind of have that. I'm just looking up now because I'm I'm curious. I don't think I'm going to be alive. I don't think I'm going to be alive Stop to it, see. Stop it, man. You Benjamin Button. You, you aging backwards. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to be morbid about it. I just think it just shows you like what has, you know, like what, what has transpired. In 1974 well, you is when Wilt retired, 74, and he was the all-time. So I was, I was two years old. Yeah. And then when Kareem did it, it was in the mid-80s, like 80, 86, right? I was 12. Yeah, like so. Now I'm 51, and I saw it one more time, but I don't think I'm going to see well, it again. You got to ask yourself who 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 has the best case. All right, so because LeBron, so Le- let me tell you who's active Katie. right now, right? Who's Katie. active right now? Carmelo Anthony. He's he ain't playing. He he's done. ten thousand points away. He done and right. He ain't. Kevin Durant is at. Kevin Durant is twelve thousand points away. Oh, he'll catch him. Twelve thousand points, Bart. 
KD, if KD plays to Kevin 40, Durant is, th- what is he, 35? 34. 34. He plays to 46 years. Kevin Durant is not. No, no. He, he lost three years. James Harden is the next player up at 24,233. He, he's washed. He's washed. Russell Westbrook. He's washed. All he's right. Done. Chris Paul, not happening. Luca. Steph Curry and DeMar DeRozan, actually. DeMar DeRozan's right behind Steph Curry. He's 20 points back of Steph Curry. Isn't that amazing? I'm going Luca. Yeah, we don't even know he's a like We don't even give him any kind of respect. Damian Lillard is 72 on the he, list at 18,000. These are all the active players. This is not going to happen. I'm telling you. I'm trying Luka, to find the youngest player Luka, possible to think. Luca, Luca. I'm telling you. Giannis, fifteen thousand. Giannis. Giannis could play to. Come on now. Well, his game don't age. Exactly. Luca. I'm telling you, Luca is the guy. Anthony Davis is at fifteen thousand. Luca is the guy. I haven't found Luca yet. He hasn't been in the league long enough to even you know be on a blip. He, he was the fastest to to whatever record he just had. That he was the fastest to it. No, I know, but he's got to keep that pace. And for him, you saying McDonald's is not his friend? I don't. I just don't know if that's going to work. I don't think his off-season workout plan is really the best way to go. I'm scrolling to find like the next young player out of the first top 250 scores. There's no one that's young enough to, that you could say. I got one for you in in 15 years from now. Kay Cunningham. He just missed the whole season. <laughs> that might have set him back a, a lot little of, bit. A lot of great was missed the first season. Just ask Steph. Paolo Boncaro. Right, like mm-hmm. maybe Bobo. Stop. No, you try and be disrespectful. Not Bobo. Bobo has had his finest moments. So Luca's at what's this? Four, this is his fourth year, right? He's yeah. at eight eight thousand five hundred and thirty one points. That's pretty damn good. Is it? That's pretty damn good. LeBron got the ten thousand in like a blink. Yeah, but that's he had eight thousand, right? Yeah, eighty five. So, so, There's still some season so, so, left. So he had, so he had eight thousand, right? Mm-hmm. So let's just say eight thousand. Let's do four. Eight thousand times four is thirty six. So in twelve in twelve more seasons, if he played, <laughs> if he played twelve more seasons, yeah, yeah, at a high level, at an insanely high level, the three point line. He's not that good of a three point shooter. I'm telling you, I don't think I'll see it. Okay, let's go to the calls. Well, tell let's you talk what, to the people, we'll set them up right now. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. We want to encourage you guys because this. No, no, is we got a lot of people on. Yeah. We got a lot of people on hold. We're going to get to them because it's just like I said. I love the question. Is basically has LeBron been good for basketball in this era? Because that's another way to look at it. But you can't. One thing you can't judge is the greatness of this record and what he did. One thing you can question is did we need to stop the game for as long as we did? Did that bother anybody? I'm surprised nobody put a damn hamstring. <laughs> and oh, by the way, they lost the game. One thirty three. One thirty. History, history won't remember that. Jesus, no, probably not. They'll wash that out. Probably not. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! Playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the hypnotic team. Every season is hypnotic and tequila season. Hypnotic liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, 
legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Alvin and Queens, go. You win. What's up? Hey, what's going on, guys? I love the show. Shout out to Ty. He's a loyal listener as well. All right. Shout out to Ty. Listen, guys, realistically, let's be real. Ain't nobody breaking this record, man. Especially how the system is set up. Especially how the system is set up now, all these rest days and all this. We got we to gotta embrace this guy, man, because we are never – I mean, I'm not going to say never, but it's going to be really tough to see somebody else breaking this record. Uh, it's, not, it's not happening. I don't, I, think, I don't so. think he's in the league. But That's it, what I don't think – somebody will eventually because offense continues to be the focal point. And you know how this game goes. One day there'll be a four-point shot, I bet. But tell me this. And, he, then, and then somebody will break it. Is but he's he for- not in the league now. Is he forgettable? LeBron? Yeah. No. Okay. LeBron he's James. No, LeBron James is not forgettable. Okay. Alvin's right. Okay. Like in how would you forget LeBron James in the history of the sport? You the can't same, talk about the history of the game without talking about him. The same way that people forget about who uh, Barry Sanders. Or the same way that people forgot about Troy Aikman. I know you. Nobody forgot about Troy Aikman. Nobody I know about you Troy love Aikman. Barry. They didn't even Sanders. put him in the top five quarterbacks of all time. I know you he love Barry Sanders. I know he's not. But that LeBron is not James. LeBron he never, James. He never won championships. Okay, but what about Emmitt Smith? Like nobody talks about Emmitt Smith. See, I disagree. Nobody cares about he, Emmitt. You are also talking about a sport that is a little bit different than basketball, where individuals are celebrated in the NBA way more than they are in the NFL. Okay, we talk about teams, when all-time teams when in the NFL. When it, when we always it, do that. When this team, when this league transitions uh, from LeBron and ten years from now, right? Like ten when years. When the league from, transitions, yeah, from ten, LeBron. ten years from now, the and eight, it's like Lucas ten, league, yeah, right? Ten, yeah, ten years from now, the eight-year-old. Like, are we still really bigging up? I mean, because we didn't. I feel like we kind of moved on from Kobe real damn fast. Like, we we kind of skipped over that Kobe Bryant was the greatest player in basketball history. We did. Like, we, we skipped over yeah, that, that was, and went straight yeah. to LeBron. Yeah, because like, that was such a short time. He won five titles. Right, but... He's the Mamba. Right. And we moved on from him two years after. So we, But we, LeBron I, is not somebody you're going to move on from because it's just too big of an impact player in the history okay. of the game. Well, right. let's continue. All right. Come on. Go ahead. Let's go. Come on. Just pick this down. Don't do anything. Start from the bottom. From bottom, the bottom up. All right. Start Tito. Start from the bottom over here. Tito in Medford. Tito. Gio in Medford. Oh, Gio. What's up? What's up, guys? Uh, thanks for taking my call. I appreciate you guys. You guys are part of saving my life, um, and I appreciate that. Um, to your question about uh, LeBron, um, good for the sport, good for the game. Yeah, guy's a great role model um, on the court and off the court. Um, I think he's never going to be forgotten. Um, to Bart's point about the points, I don't think that's what makes uh, people remember Jordan. Mostly are going to remember Jordan as the goal, I think, because of his game. Because uh, 
his swag. I think that's what I don't hear a lot of people talking about. You know, the mm-hmm. uh, the way he took no prisoners, no prisoners. You know, today these guys get on the court and they huggy huggy, kissy kissy. And as a fan, um, you know, we really don't like to see a lot of that stuff. We want to see competition. We want to know that you're all in to take this guys out. Yeah, because and you don't see too much of that nowadays. You know, no. with Jordan, forget about it. It was, yeah. it, it was personal. It was personal. I mean, he kept exactly. Isaiah Thomas off the damn Olympic team, and Isaiah was one of the best players coming off of back-to-back titles. And he didn't make the damn team. We had so Don much Stockton on there, right? That's what I'm saying, Petty. Right. Like we we live in this era now. When you think about it, um, where the fans hate the team worse. More than the, the players hate the team. And you know what else I noticed too, Tito? Thanks for the, I mean, Gino, thanks for the call, my brother. Um, I also, we were talking about this last night because, like, we were watching the game last night and the Magic and the Knicks are playing. And the Magic are this young team, but they're kind of like feisty also. Like, they've mm-hmm. gotten into two scraps already this season, mm-hmm. notable ones too. Mo Bamba. Yeah. I mean, and, and you could see why because of how, like, they're. He fought a Christopher Williams light skin, brother. Come on. Take a lot. Austin of, Rivers? Yeah, don't take a Austin lot. Austin Rivers wasn't going to take that, though. Yeah, it don't take a lot of smoke. And then Killian Hayes, you're one of your guys, took uh, hit, hit uh, yeah, Mo almost, Wagner in the yeah, back of the head. Yeah, we almost had the malice in the palace yeah. again. So, anyway, my point is this is that we we're watching it, and there was one point you could just see the Knicks were getting frustrated with some of the just extra stuff that the Magic were doing, and they were doing a lot of talking. And at one point, Randall didn't get a call, Julius Randall. And because he didn't get the call, he was annoyed. So he shoved, I forget which uh, Magic player it was, but he just shoved him. You know, like annoyed at him, just get out of here. But not have been, uh, and he got Bobo. a tech for it. No, it wasn't Bobo. And what was funny though is like, like Wally Zerbiak was saying, you never see a player react to an opponent anymore. Like when you know you somebody's like all over him defensively, or you're getting bumped, you get hit hard. Like you never see a, you <laughs> rarely see the player get. What happened? You look right at the ref, and you're like, come yeah. on, call it. And it's like yeah. back in the day. Remember, remember, it was different. No, really now we just blame okay, the ref okay. instead of looking at a guy like, man, get your hands off. Okay, man. we want to talk about LeBron James. Let's talk about the person that he passed. The funniest thing I've ever seen. Oh, the fight is when when old boy hit uh, <laughs> hit Kareem Abdul-Jabbar in the stomach. Yeah, and imagine a six, what a seven foot two he dude, was seven two, leaning over, looking like a giraffe, <laughs> an Israelite. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he went down there and hit him with a thirty piece. Yep. He's like, bro, did you not see me on the uh, uh the, the the Bruce Lee movie, yeah, bro? Yeah, yeah. Do you not know yeah. I'm him? Man, yeah. let me put these karate paws on you that Bruce taught me with the one inch punch. <laughs> I'm from the land of hands. What y'all? I'm from East New York. Yeah, that stuff was funny, but, man. But but uh, but you're right. You're right. Like that was what that was that bro, just flailing at him, just punch. Yeah. But it was just funny to me how like players don't get mad at yeah. other players as much as they used to. It's always like the referee's fault. Unless it's, kind of it's, unless it's Memphis. And right, they're, <laughs> they're kind of bringing it back. Let's go to Dre in Brooklyn. What's up, Dre? Hey, guys. How you doing? Good. Um, uh, love the show. I called you guys last week. Appreciate you putting me on again. Um, everybody's talking about how great LeBron is on the court, but I have a story about how great he is off the court. Uh, in 2014, I started a bag company with some friends, and we were fortunate enough to get LeBron a bag. It was kind of like a sneakerhead-centric luggage bag. Nice. Um, he wanted to invest in the company, but he couldn't because of his Nike deal. And he went out of his way to introduce us to other NBA players who could help promote the brand. Uh, anytime I needed to get some advice on anything, 
get some perspective on business at a high level. I could call his guy, Randy. Mm-hmm. Even till today, I can give those guys a call. And LeBron does so much for young black entrepreneurs. And it really, it's something that you never even hear about. He does it in, you know, behind the scenes. And, you know, what I saw last night was history. We're in Black History Month. And he is just, as, as great as he is on the court, he is great off the court. That, and I just wanted to share that with you guys. It was just a little story that I you love guys that story. probably would never hear. Yeah, but, no. um, he's such a great person. Yeah, and that's, you know what, and, and it's it's not obviously unique to you, Dre, as you know. I mean, there's a lot of those stories that, you know, Randy Mims is one of, like, the, the great guys in his circle, too. He, he is actually a yeah. down-to-earth guy. And, and I can really call smart. Him at any time. Yes. I can call him still at any time. Whenever they come into New York, he'll mm-hmm. shoot me a text. Hey, I'm going to be in New York. Come say what's up. Um, just, you know, you know how they talk about Midwest people like Bart, who are just like really good people. Down to earth. Like, yeah. Down to earth. Like those guys in his circle. And Randy wouldn't have done anything without LeBron's thumbs up. Of course. Yeah. So, well, good you know, for you. Yeah. Good for you, man. to share that. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Dre. No, Can I, I buy a bag? Can I have a bag? Well, we, should, we should we should have asked Dre. that, too. You got to, you know, throw uh, us a bag. Doom, 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 doom. I don't know why I got the, with dig old Dre, dig old Dre. Doom, doom, doom. Tree top, <laughs> cherry top. And Kevin's in Manhattan. Me ride. Kevin, what's happening? <laughs> what's, going, what's going on, guys? You what's hear me? Yeah, we got you. Uh, what's going on? So, uh, yeah, I agree that we're going to break the record definitely isn't in the league now. I think they're going to have to be a one and done. And if they stay healthy their entire career, they're probably looking at what, 20 seasons, 23 plus seasons. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't think they're in a league yet. As far as uh, his, you know, contribution to the league, uh, I love him as a player. I think he did a lot for the league. But in terms of like the super team, I think it was bad for the NBA, honestly, because it makes, yeah. makes it too top heavy. You know, all the people on the bottom, they got a tank, they got to hope to get a pick, a uh, good draft pick, or they got to hope to be in the sweepstakes for next time a uh, superstar free agent shakes loose. And look, I'm a Knicks fan, and you guys put it to it the other week. You know, these mid-level teams are just on this hamster wheel going over and over, yep. year in, year out. You don't have a chance. So if you don't have – But you know well, – Yeah, if you, you don't even have a chance if you have one superstar. And if one superstar, you know, hopes you get another hey, star. Hey, Kevin, so you know you what's funny? you don't got a couple. Right. Kevin, you know what's funny? Like – I did this by mistake one time because I was trying to catch up the Pistons, um, like their wins and stuff. You know, they won three as an organization. Mm-hmm. If you look at the champions over the last like thirty years, it's like, it's like the same five seven, teams. Yeah, it's like five teams. Yeah, like, it's crazy. There's there's those random like Raptors, Toronto. yeah, Toronto and Mavericks. You know, Dallas, random yeah. Pistons in 04. Like, no, no, but but, but, but I know did, they have they did three, right. So. You go back to the eighties, you yeah. get two there too. But what I'm saying is that like, there's a couple that are just the random ones. And we think it's always been parody. But no, just imagine the 80s. Mm-hmm. It was basically Boston and the Celtics and the Pistons. No, no, it was Boston, L.A., That's what, That's Detroit. what I said. I the Lakers. Lakers. Yeah. What did I say? You said Boston and the Celtics. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, yeah, no. and yeah. then you had the random Sixers yeah. in the 80s. Yeah, that was it, random. It was just one. Yeah, it was random. And then you had the Pistons at the end. So like, yeah, from the '80s on, it's literally it was, like it was fourth, it was five 14. or six franchises it was 14. that have won most so, of the so, championships. So the Spurs, to, so obviously. So go to the '90s, right? '90s, it was the Bulls, right? Bulls, they, Rockets. They did three, yeah, and it was the two years that Jordan decided not to play. That's the Rockets. So it's the Bulls and Rockets. Yeah, and then the Spurs got the last one. And then you go to the 2000s. It's pretty much Golden State, mm-hmm. and like you sprinkle in well, like this, it's the Spurs again. It's the Lakers. Miami. 
Spurs, Lakers, Miami, Golden State. With the sprinkle in, yeah. like the sprinkle in the, um, the, 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 the Mavericks one. Right. right. You sort of sprinkle that in. Like it's, but like, it's true. It's like that's 30 years of basketball. <laughs> what are we talking about? Right. And the, that's why when you draft a, when you draft somebody and he becomes a star, like the Dallas Mavericks have right now, right? When you end up having somebody like, whoa, okay, this guy could be an all-timer. We now got to get him some some talent. The Warriors did it through the draft. Yeah. They got yeah. Steph. They but, didn't know what they had what, in Steph. They, they luck out. Then they got Clay. Then, like, Draymond was a second-round pick, and all of a sudden it's like, whoa, this no, guy actually we, is a good piece. We lucked up on a guy, yeah. Yeah, and so it just – that just came together to a point where then they built right around it. That is the unicorn to me compared to – they, you know, the Heat had Dwayne Wade already won one. They had to get Shaq in there, and then they won one. And then a couple of years go by, and then they're like, well, Wade is really good. We don't want to lose him. The, the league Here's is, LeBron. Let's get him in here. We already know yeah. Bosh can come down here. And then we make that. The Celtics, the league is a little, they had Paul Pierce. They yeah. sucked. Yeah, People and, forget how and, bad the Celtics and were. And Antoine Walker. Right, they were bad, but Paul Pierce was something, and they decided let's we can get Garnett. You got to get him yeah. out of there. I got a relationship with Kevin uh, McHale, and so they bring right. in Garnett, and then they make the all right. Well, how can we get Garnett here? We only got one. Well, Garnett only come here if we get Ray Allen. So but let's. You know what's crazy? How do we predict the next dynasty? We know that Golden State's going to be in the early, probably the twenties, right? But now it's the Bucks that mm-hmm. next dynasty. Like, who's that next dynasty that's going to keep being right there? With mm. Golden State, I don't that's know. the thing. Like, who's going to step up? Because we know history tells us the the the, the Grizzlies would yeah. look like that. Nope. But I'm not buying it. Yeah, they 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 right? they they haven't learned how to win yet. The, the you know how you know how the Pistons had to learn how to win. They lost to Boston. Yeah. And they lost to the Lakers. They got to learn how to win. I don't think the Grizzlies have that second. Like that dude is the dude. Like I know I know Jaron Jackson. You know he's good. He's an All Star. But I don't know if they. And they then you look at com, Zion. They need a common presence. Zion's another dominant force. Can't stay healthy. The Pelican, like, do the Pelicans look like that team? They just look ten in a row. Let's ask the people: Who's the next dynasty? We're assuming that Golden State is. This it's is gotta their, this is their be run. the Mavericks because of Luka. No. Luka and Kyrie. No, I'm not saying that's who it's going to be. I'm oh. saying if you're Dallas, you have to say it's got to be us. I don't know if they know how. Well, I'll tell you what. This is what we'll do. It's a good I'm transition. Gonna go with the Bucks. I'm going to go with the Bucks. With everyone fighting for attention, how can your business stand out and connect with customers? Easy. Get Constant Contact. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has helped millions of small businesses stand out, stay top of mind, and see big results. Fast. Constant Contact makes it easy to promote your business with powerful tools like email and SMS marketing, social media posting, and even events management. With Constant Contact, you'll reach new audiences, grow your customer list, and communicate more effectively to sell more, raise more, and fast-track growth. Don't know much about marketing? No sweat. Constant Contact's writing assistance tools and automation features help you say the right thing at the right time, every time. Plus, you can send with confidence, knowing your emails are actually reaching your customers thanks to Constant Contact's best-in-class 97% deliverability rate. Tackle any challenge with Constant Contact's expert live customer support. Plus, everything's backed by their 30-day money-back guarantee. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Just go to ConstantContact.com right now. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. ConstantContact.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code FIRSTTAKE and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. 
And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more, more than, than ever. ever. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to gamble responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. This U.S. promotional offer not available in D.C., Mississippi, North Carolina, New York, Nevada, Ontario, or Puerto Rico. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in the U.S. Call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY 467-369 for New York. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP in Arizona. For Massachusetts, 1-800-327-5050. For Iowa, 1-800-BETS-OFF. For Puerto Rico, 1-800-981-0023. For West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. First bet offer for new customers only. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. In partnership with Kansas Crossing Casino and Hotel. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jet's signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jet's Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. I got to go over something with you. Because I told you my anxiety kicks in whenever the Jets conversation comes up. Yeah. Or anything about the Jets. So, uh, did you see the report that the Raiders have now granted, granted Derek Carr mm. permission to visit mm. the Saints? Jeremy Fowler is reporting this. Um, so, remember, fe- February 15th is the, is the date that his contract, then $40 million, becomes fully guaranteed. So as we all know, he's not going to be a Raider on that day. Yeah, what's crazy so is... So something's yeah. got to happen, right? So if they caught him, it's just $5.6 million, But it frees up almost thirty in cap space, which they're going to need. Yeah. So I'm asking you, I mean, are the Jets going to lose... This is a guy who I would probably put with Rodgers number one as far as talent and all the p- potential. He's got to be the second best quarterback available. Yeah. Now, Lamar Jackson is not really available. Yeah. So this is the second best quarterback that is now officially available. Jimmy G, of course, comes after and Ryan Tannehill, everything else. The Jets might have to just bite the bullet and let him go yeah. and reunite with Dennis Allen down in be- New Orleans. Be- because you don't want, you're not comfortable. I'm not comfortable with giving him a $40 million signing bonus. He's done nothing for our organization. We're just going to give him a $40 million signing bonus on the, the day before he's even touched the football for us. Oh, they're moving it. on from him. That's clear. But No, 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 no. I'm talking about if I'm the incoming team. Oh, I see. I, I Man, I just, I'm just i just uncomfortable because to me— You're I, saying don't trade for him? Let, let Make them yeah. cut him first? No, no. I, I, listen, I'm a lot more intrigued and interested if he if you cut him and you get to bring him into your building. But it sounds like this is some like nepotism stuff, right? Remember, Dennis Allen is a prodigal son— of the Raiders, he was there before. Mm-hmm. That's where the familiarity comes right. with, with uh, Derek Carr. That's why he's been granted because I feel like they're doing his, you know, Dennis Allen a solid. But it's no way that I feel comfortable with giving up forty million dollars because I don't know Derek Carr the same way that Dennis Allen knows him. Like so, I because to me, yes, you can win a lot of games with Derek Carr, but mm-hmm. to me, I don't know if he's going to be the difference between beating an elite quarterback and not beating an elite quarterback. I've watched him come up short against Herbert. I watched him come up short against Mahomes. I watched him come up short you know, against other quarterbacks that were deemed his equal or superior talent. 
he's not been a guy that showed up big time when it was, you know, he's been in it, he was there for nine years. No playoff wins. I mean, to me, he's, that's, okay. that's a little bit better than Andy Dalton. <laughs> I don't know. You know, I mean, Andy Dalton, remember, they used to win the division all the time yeah. and get into the playoffs. And Dalton was in his prime. He was talented. Right, right. And, and, and like, so for me, I just, I'm just uncomfortable with giving Derek Carter that type of money because I feel like we still have to go get other stuff if we get him. If we get A.A. Ron, that's different. Because yeah. I feel like I got a, a quarterback that's going to instill confidence in our entire team. Our team's going to walk with a different type of swagger if you have an A.A. Ryan. Okay. All right. Well, it seems like this would be the inevitable, so we'll see what happens. Now, the Saints are way over the cap. I mean, they're like $55 million over. They're going to have to restructure they were, a lot of They stuff. were 70 last year. Yeah, so they'll figure stuff out. Meanwhile, you mentioned Aaron Rodgers, and as we told you yesterday, during our show, he goes on the Pat McAfee show each Tuesday, and he made his usual appearance, and so we have some sound for you. And the one thing that we have – we have kind of talked about we don't believe is going to happen is that he could also choose to just retire, walk away from the game. That's the real thing, 100%. And that's why I think it's going to be important to get through this week and then, uh, you know, to uh, to take my, uh, you know, my isolation retreat just to be able to contemplate all things uh, my future and then uh, and then make a decision that I feel like is, is best for me moving forward and in the highest interest of my happiness and then, uh, and then move forward. Highest interest of my happiness. Well, more on the darkness retreat momentarily, but if you remember Bart and I, when all this was going on uh, last week, we both said, and we had a caller, I thought, that brought it up, right? There's no way Rodgers is going to retire this year because he won't want to share the stage with Tom Brady, you know, J.J. Watt. Like He'd be second fiddle in Canton five years from now. And is that something he would want? So that was the thinking. And we were both like, you know what? I could see that. Well, amazingly, Rodgers must have heard this because he responded to it. You know, the idea I wouldn't want to share a stage with, you know, Tom and J.J. Watt, I think is ridiculous. That's already going to be an incredible Hall of Fame class. Like, it's not even in the thought process. Their decisions don't impact. My own decision uh, doesn't make me want to, you know, come back so I can, you know, have the, you know, my own stage or whatever. I just, that's just not how I think. I don't think like that. That's what's uh, what's going to be out there now until there's a final decision. It's a lot of fake news. I mean, that's our media in general is a ton of bull. Honestly, I, I yep. saw a report that athletes first, uh, my my contract representation side, you know, has already said I'm going to the Raiders or something, right? I read that oh. uh, the other day. I love that. Yeah, he well, addressed he that knows, as well. Because he knows we're not going to the Raiders because he knows that they, they're interested in Derek Carr. So he, no, no, no. Oh, the Raiders. Raiders, he bad. said. Yeah. But, yeah. but no, what I, I love that he addressed that last part. First of all, he addressed us. And then he addressed that last part. Now, the, that, that tweet, by the way, was something that uh, – one of the guys here sent to me and said, "Oh, you guys should talk about this." And I looked at it, and it was a Twitter. It was a Twitter account that had a check, but you can buy checks today. And it said it was the Associated Press reporter for, and he named some newspaper I'd never heard of. And I'm like, "All right, this is bogus because AP doesn't write for a newspaper. AP is AP. Right? That's on their own. Newspapers will purchase an AP." you know, stories uh, that they okay. can put in their own paper. So that sounded bogus. And then he called himself like the, 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 something, the king of scoops or something like that. Like, whatever. Like, I'm like, all right, the hell with this. Like, there's no way that's true. And so I'm glad he shot that down. Now, I mean, on the other side, we'll get to the whole darkness retreat. We mentioned it yesterday. It's kind of funny. But, you know, if you want to hear what him explaining the whole isolation stuff, we'll do that later on in the show. But just in, in 30 seconds here, Bart, Aaron Rodgers talking about 
retirement is a real possibility, and how the Brady stuff and, and sharing the stage at Canton is not going to affect him whatsoever. Does that make, does that make you think that there is a chance he could also just walk away? No, he's not walking away from sixty million dollars. He's not. Walking yeah, we didn't away. mention that part, did yeah, we? <laughs> yeah, he's not walking away from looking that way, right? Not throwing for three hundred yards. People thinking that he's washed. No, no quarterback in their right mind coming off an MVP year, having a down season that he had, wants that to be his lasting legacy, the last image that everybody's seen. He still said, "Oh, I think I can play at an MVP level." He's going to come back to try and prove that. And until he does that or play at a high level, I don't take him walking away from the game seriously, not one bit. Not walking away from the game and $60 million. Thanks for listening to the Barton Han Show podcast. Listen live weekdays at noon on 98.7 ESPN. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.